Hello, hello. So, my friend Sydney commented on the last episode that I didn't actually explain anything that I learned, which is obviously a problem for a dream interpretation course. So today I thought I will just read out the PDF that we had to read from. So that's me, Pallis and Stacey. Essentially, the lesson consisted of us taking it in turns to read a paragraph of this each. Unfortunately, you'll just have my voice, but here we go. Lesson one, where do dreams come from? Most children are curious about life. They continually ask why. They know that their experiences are real and they look for explanations, wanting to understand cause and effect. Many adults have learned to deny this natural curiosity. We are taught that there are some questions that have no answers or that the answers are not to be known to humanity. We have been taught that dreams aren't real, that they are figments of our imagination, a form of physical relief, or that they are meaningless entertainment. It is no wonder we take our dreams for granted and ignore them. There is still, within each of us, an ever-present urge to know truth. From time to time, our natural curiosity surfaces and we wonder what significance dreams have, especially if we have a dream that recurs or a nightmare that gets our attention. It makes sense that dreams must have some meaning, for we spend about one-third of our lifetime asleep. If that time is spent dreaming, there must be a purpose for it. By understanding our dreams, all the time we sleep can be useful to our soul's progression. Dreams come from the subconscious mind or the soul of the individual. What is the subconscious mind? The subconscious mind or soul exists from lifetime to lifetime and therefore has accumulated many permanent understandings. This is the source of the subconscious mind's wisdom and high knowledge. In addition, the subconscious mind has the greater perspective and perception of the higher mental faculties such as telepathy, clairvoyance, and clairaudience. The subconscious mind, or soul, communicates every morning to the conscious mind as dreams. Most people, being engrossed in the brain and sensory experience, fail to write down the dream, or even to remember the dream. Those who do remember the dream and write it down regularly are beginning to learn to use the conscious mind and receive instruction from the subconscious mind. Remembering and interpreting dreams is incredibly powerful in aiding one to move rapidly and consistently in understanding the purpose of life. Each night's dream is a corrective device for staying on track to fulfill one's life's purpose. Night dreams provide feedback for understanding who you are. Dreams also aid you to know how to be more productive with your mind, your consciousness and yourself. To be fair, this is the part of the text that I think I like the most and this is the part that the teacher really emphasised. It's the idea that your dreams are kind of a way for you to reflect on how your life is going and whether you're moving in the right direction. Um, So I'll continue reading now. Remembering and interpreting dreams is incredibly powerful in aiding one to move rapidly and consistently in understanding the purpose of life. Each night's dream is a corrective device for staying on track to fulfill one's life purpose. Night dreams provide feedback for understanding who you are.
Dreams also aid you to know how to be more productive with your mind, your consciousness, and yourself. I think I might have just read that one twice. Dreams are instructions from one's subconscious mind concerning the learning and growth, or the lack of it, in the previous day's activities. For example, the person moves through a day's experiences and has certain thoughts and attitudes about this. That night, the subconscious mind, having processed the experience, gives feedback as a dream. Why doesn't the subconscious mind give feedback in words instead of in a story? This is because the language of mind is pictures. The key to understanding all the great scriptures and myths of the world is pictures. As you have learned, the ancient written languages before the invention of the alphabet were pictorial languages. Egyptian hieroglyphics, as well as Aztec and Mayan writings, are given in pictures. The Chinese language is written in pictures. Originally, the glyphs looked like the picture they were describing. For example, the written word for tree may have looked like a tree, or the word house looked like a house. This was true for much of the Mayan and Aztec writing. Some of the symbols still do look like their physical counterpart. When you know what to look for, you can recognize this. With the introduction of the alphabet, letters and words were substituted for pictures in the written language. Abstract markings were substituted for the exact or literal image. For example, consider the word apple. The written word apple does not look like an apple. Yet, if you see a picture of an apple, you immediately know what the picture means or indicates. In a similar fashion, if you hear the word apple, you may form a mental picture or image of an apple. We use commonly agreed upon spoken words to describe and identify people, places, and things. We use abstract written words to do the same thing. The subconscious mind or soul does not need to deal in or communicate in abstractions. Your subconscious mind goes straight to the core or essence of what you, in the conscious waking mind, need to learn. Therefore, your subconscious mind gives you its communication as dream images. Who determines what dreams you have nightly? You do. If you don't like the messages or images or experiences that you have nightly in the dream state, then you change your thoughts, your attitudes, and your perspective on life. In short, open up to the learning each moment presents. So listening back, I realize I'm wrestling through this a little bit, and I should maybe emphasize a little bit on what the teacher was trying to say. What I liked was she emphasized the utility of this. So she said, look, it might be true, it might not be true, but I think what's important is that it's useful for you in your life. And I like that about her and her teaching. Uh, So I'll move on to the next section, which is entitled, Every Dream is Significant. Dreams are a communication from the subconscious mind or inner self to the conscious mind or outer self. The conscious mind is the mind you use when awake to think, reason, choose, and to create experiences in your daily life. When you sleep, your conscious mind or physical body are at rest. You, the thinker, continue to exist in the inner levels of consciousness, which is your subconscious mind or soul. The soul is the permanent part of you, which stores understanding you have built. Any literature written in the symbolic language of the mind, 
such as holy scripture, mythology or fairy tales, relates to our potential as a mental creator. The purpose for our existence is to live up to this ideal, to learn how to create and to become compatible with the creator, who gives the thinker creation potential. The soul holds understandings related to this goal, and through dreams the souls communicate. The soul communicates truth to the conscious mind. When we interpret our dreams, we develop the awareness of how to cause change to reach our goal of compatibility and higher creativity. Yeah, to be honest, I didn't remember all this stuff about the um, the creator and thinker creation potential. Um, and we didn't really talk about that much in the workshop. Unfortunately, many of us are taught from the time that we are very young that we are physical beings and that life is a struggle to satisfy our physical needs. We do have physical bodies with physical needs and the physical world is a schoolroom for us to learn how to fulfill our true potential. When we accept the idea that we have limitations, there's only so much one person can do, I couldn't help it, there are unanswerable mysteries to life we deny ourselves the awareness of who we are and who we can become. The mind has no limitations and through understanding our dreams we learn to expand our thinking and creativity to live up to our true nature as children of our creator. Most people believe there is more to life than eating, sleeping, waking and struggle but often the search for the elusive something which will bring joy to life is in vain. Many people trudge through life hoping things will change or putting off change until some distant future. They repeat the same mistakes over and over, wondering why they keep experiencing the same old thing. Often they have a dim awareness that there is some reason for these recurring patterns, but they never find out what it is. Sleep is used for an escape from a dissatisfying life a period of respite from an exhausting day. Because most people lack knowledge of how to release memories of their day's activities and enter into the inner levels of consciousness, they are restless during the early stages of sleep. Tossing and turning throughout the night, leaving the sleeper physically tired and mentally irritable the next day, characterise this light sleep. If restlessness becomes a habitual pattern, the sleeper remains in shallow sleep throughout the night, resulting in insomnia. By learning to release your mental attachment to people and situations, you ease your mind, promoting restful periods of sleep. Controlling your attention and causing mental and physical relaxation at will will enable you to still your conscious mind in order to receive communication from your subconscious mind. These mental skills, as well as many others which provide access to the inner levels of consciousness, can be learned and are taught in the School of Metaphysics course of study. Um, so a bit of background here. The School of Metaphysics, who are putting on this dream interpretation course, also offer some other courses with very understated names like Masters of Consciousness course. Um, I think they are longer and more detailed and you have to commit more time to them. Um, yeah, so I think that was just the School of Metaphysics advertising for those. 
So we're going to move on to the final section, how to remember your dreams. Many people don't believe they dream. Studies measuring brain activity have been conducted at colleges and universities in the United States and the world, documenting the fact that each of us dreams nightly. Although these studies serve a valuable purpose for many because they offer physical support of our common mental experience, they do not address the questions of the origin of our dreams, why they exist and what they mean. This is the realm of the metaphysicists, those who explore what is beyond and behind those physical effects in our bodies, brains and the environment. So I think this is an interesting part and this is what she means when she says neuroscience produces theories of the brain but it doesn't really have much to say about theories of mind whereas the school of metaphysics they have a lot to say about theories of mind. Okay so um, people think they don't dream because they do not remember dreaming or more accurately they have learned to forget their dreams. Why do people forget dreams? because they do not understand their importance or do not know how to interpret them. Some people have been horrified by dreams of tragedy or death and don't want to remember those unpleasant experiences. Often, people think that if they have dreamed about an event that later comes to pass, they will have caused that event to occur. This is not true. The mind can perceive probable future occurrences but we each cause our life events with our own choices. When you don't know why you dream, not the understanding of your dreams, they can be scary. When you know what your dreams are telling you, the fear changes to a desire to learn about yourself. I love the kind of intellectual um, sleight of hand here that the mind can perceive probable future occurrences. I think that's great. You can't see the future, but you can see what's likely to be, which is fair, to be honest, but I still think it's funny. Okay, so we have, we're going to finish with five golden keys to remembering dreams. Number one, use a dream notebook. A dream notebook is a book or steno pad with blank pages. On the left side of each page, you will write your dream. On the right side, you will write your interpretation of the dream. The interpretation is based on symbols in the dream and their meaning. Number two, date the dream notebook. Each night, in preparation for remembering your dream, write the next morning's date in your dream notebook each night. Write the next morning's date on the notebook because that is when you will be writing the dream. Tell yourself before going to sleep, I will remember my dream. Then the next morning, when you awaken, write your dream in your dream notebook. Make this the first thing you do because the memory of the dream will fade rapidly. Once the dream is written on paper, it can be interpreted and the knowledge is used immediately throughout the day. Um, sorry, that was number three and number four. And then finally, number five. To be honest, these have stopped being golden keys and they're just kind of bullet points, but whatever. Then use this knowledge received from your dream state and watch life improve and your consciousness expand. Okay, so my, my experience of this is 